We love spending this time with you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to take your listening experience to the next level, did you know there's a way to do that, Jabo? I do. Yep. You know how you do it. You go to the tjshow.com, you sign up for the TJ Show newsletter, and you get cool things dropped right into your inbox like the TJ Show's 10 shares. We pick 10 different things, everyone on the team does it, that we think you're going to love. It's not just about our show. This no. is about like stuff, music we're listening to, whatever it may be. And life stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole lot more in there. Sign up at the tjshow.com. This is the TJ Show. I was walking through the hallway of our radio station and I saw there was this big, multiple inch long centipede that was on the wall. And I saw him, I was like, whoa, he's got so many legs, he's scurrying around so quickly. And so I went into our kitchen and I got this little, uh, what do they call that, like a Pyrex container. Tupperware. Tupperware. And I don't know whose it was, but I was like, yeah, they won't mind. I wanted to rescue the centipede and put it back outside. So I put it in a little container. I brought it in. I showed Jabo. I told her what I do when I find bugs inside. I, I know that they got there by accident. No bug plans to go inside. No, not at he all. He crawled into some hole. He was a curious centipede. And then there he is on our wall. Let's do the right thing and put him outside and let him live on. Which I agree. And Kenny takes him out of the Tupperware container. It looks like he's dead. He holds him by his antennas. He's just dangling there. It was very depressing. I was not expecting it to go that way. I was really careful when I put him in the Tupperware container. And I still had this feeling, even though we were conducting his funeral on the radio, I had this feeling that he was going to come alive. And sure enough, three or four minutes later, he did. And he was scurrying around the same exact way that he did before, just all over the place, little legs moving. And it was really incredible. And so I tasked Kenny with something I didn't feel like doing. I said, please, Kenny, will you do a research project? Tell me more about centipedes and what we're missing about these amazing bugs. Well, first off, I wanted to see what the behavior that we saw was, explanation of that. From what I can tell, centipedes do not play dead as a defense mechanism. So what we saw was Dylan. Did you see it? I saw the centipede. And please clarify that his name was Dylan. Dylan. Yeah, we named him Dylan. We named him at what we thought was his funeral. It turned out it was like his rebirth. Right. Yeah. So why are you saying that's not what happens? Well, I'm saying based on my research, this is not a defense mechanism that has been observed in the centipede community. So So why did it happen? Is it possible that he was actually dead and then like came back to life? Don't have a definitive answer. My best guess on what I'm seeing is that he was in shock. Okay. A state of shock. Well, you got to think about it. Imagine if something took one of us by our hair and lifted us up and then took us out of the planet. That sounds very alien-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, it happens to fish all the time, right? When you go fishing, sure. they get pulled out of their universe and right. now they're in a new one. That's shocking. And yes. they, they just kind of stare at you when that happens. Right. So I'm with you. This is, a, this is traumatic. It's only a hypothesis. I do have questions out to several researchers and hopefully we'll hear back from them soon. Okay. Centipede, everybody thinks that they have a hundred legs. It's more like a hundred pairs of legs. Actually, a hundred and one pairs of legs. So wow. it's 200 individual legs on a centipede. The older they are, the longer they are. And believe it or not, they have a very long lifespan. Most centipedes can live two to three years, which wow. is pretty long. So we probably got an elderly centipede. Dylan, he, he was, was big. He was big. They're caring parents. This is my favorite thing about them. Uh... 
Any creature with a long lifespan and fewer offspring will devote more of its resources to nurturing its young. Mother centipedes will wrap their bodies around the eggs until they hatch. That's so nice. You know, I saw a hamster one time eat its baby. I had one. Uh, Oh my gosh, TJ. Yeah, I mean, it's the exact opposite kind of community. So that's That's nice. That's traumatic. I didn't need that. There are some really kind creatures out there. That's horrible. Kenny, thank you for your research. This is the TJ Show. Yay for centipedes. Got an alert in my car. It's a pretty new car. It goes, bing. And it says your auto driving function is not working. And I felt peace about this. You know what this is. And some of the newer cars, it like keeps you in the lanes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All, all amazing artificial intelligence, computers, yeah. whatever you want to call it. The new pathway at some point, you know, people might just sit in their car and it'll drive them to work. The reason why it wasn't working was because there was a very thin layer of condensation. So, not snow, not dirt, condensation. It was a little foggy out, and the camera that the car uses for the auto driving function was covered. And I thought, my oh my, how weak our computers really are. Everyone's so nervous about computers taking over the world and, oh, look at the little computer, a little fog and you can't work anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Auto driving car that Jabo relies on now. (laughs) I do. I'm so sorry that you're so fragile that you, you can't even drive me to work automatically. But anyway, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because our computers, I know it can be really scary sometimes. Everyone's debating AI technology, how it's going to take over the world. They're still so fragile. And they're really, they're tadpoles. Let's just call them what they are. They're not even full frogs yet. They're not. And it goes to show you that humans really can't be replaced. Like an AI bot that operates your car couldn't even operate through the slightest inconvenience, but humans tend to prevail through the slightest inconvenience. We're dealing with inconveniences all the time. Let's go. And we're persevering. Exactly. And we've got this wacky ant who's causing problems in our family, and yet we're still here. Hello. A little fog is not going to stop Aunt Val. Exactly. Or me, for that matter. Good for you. Arguing with Aunt Val. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that we're at a point with computers where they don't have control of us yet. Now, full disclosure, at some point, you may find that I've been soldered to a metal plank. And there's a computer saying, I remember what you said back in 2023. And here's the tape from your radio show. And I'll be far out of radio at this point. And I'll just have to look at him and say, you dirty computer. How dare you... I loved my skin, and now you soldered me to a metal plank. <laughs> what do you think I am, a motherboard? I'm thinking of my line, but I'm going to fight. You're doing good. I'm going to fight. I like fight. how you're thinking ahead. Yeah, and I'm hoping that... prepared. I'm hoping the computers don't get that much better before I leave the earth, but you know, if, it, if it happens, it happens, and I'll be brave about it, okay? I just am saying this to encourage you. The computers are not as smart as we think, or everyone says they are. Chat GPT. Get out of here, you... I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, stop right there. I'm now taking it too far. Like, I've said enough, enough that's (laughs) offensive to computers, and now it's like, do I want to, like, really be tortured in the future? I'm just going to leave it right there. Do you feel inspired? I feel inspired, man. I don't feel feel like uh, my job or any other jobs are at Jeopardy. 
good. Necessarily. Let's move on with the day and be human today. You can follow us on Instagram at TJ Podcast. You can get involved anytime. Send us an audio DM. We love hearing from you. We love playing back those messages. You can email us, hello at the tjshow.com. Hasn't it been fun to get to know new listeners? It has been fun to connect. So however you found us, thanks for being here at the TJ. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Jaybo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes, every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it. If you've ever even considered it, go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire, you get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do, kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. TJ Show. This is the TJ Show. J-Bo. Yeah. Tell me something great that's on your radar today. Okay, well, what's great is that I'm not in jail today. Good for you. You know, I almost got into a fight at the grocery store yesterday, which probably would have landed me in jail. But what happened was I pull up to the cashier and I've been waiting in line for a long time. And she takes the person in front of me and the cashier looks at me and she's like, oh, I'm closed. Now, I see the sign, but the sign wasn't there when I walked up. Mm. I almost said... Ma'am, that sign wasn't there, and I almost got into an argument with the cashier. But the lady next to me, in the line next to me, looked over at me. She overheard what the cashier said, and she said, did she just say she was closed? And I'm like, yeah, she said she was closed. And she's like, you know what? You've been waiting there for a long time. Just get in front of me. See, it worked itself out. And she let me go. You you could have gotten into an argument. You could have made a big scene. You could have said, you should take me. Right. And you were taken care of, and it was a beautiful moment because you just held back. Exactly. And it it worked itself out, and I was thankful for that. And also thankful that I didn't jump on that opportunity to get into an argument because I probably would be banned from the store, and who knows. Producer Kenny, what's good on your radar today? I've made an amazing discovery in my life for years and years my pants would mysteriously unbutton themselves. Like I'd find myself taking off my belt and my pants would be unbuttoned. And I would think, how the heck did these pants get unbuttoned? That's that's weird. (laughs) And I don't know why it's taken me so long, but I have this belt that I've had for a long, long time. It's my favorite belt. It's super comfortable. It has a bottle opener on the back of it 
the bottle opener fits over the button of the pants, and I guess through my motions of the day, unbuttons my pants. So the belt <laughs> is the culprit. That is why my pants get unbuttoned countless times a day. Sounds to me like you've had a life moment here. Yeah. It was. I mean, I'm so thrilled. And you have a whole lot of hip motion going on. Yeah, I do, your, I do move around your, a lot. Your uh, belt to unbuckle, unbuckle your pants. Well, congratulations, Kenny. I'm yeah, happy thank for you. you. It's That's, a great discovery. It's very exciting. What's yeah. been on your radar today, TJ? My daughter, Noah, she's three years old. Yeah. We were sharing a pizza last night. And on my pizza, I put crushed red spicy pepper oh, on it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess a couple flakes were... They didn't make it on the pizza, and they wound up sticking to her slice. And so in a matter of a few moments, my daughter Noah started screaming that her tongue was hurting. It was hurting. And I was like, what? What's wrong? I thought, like, did somebody leave a staple in the pizza? Like, what? what is going on? And she said, it's hot. It's hot. And I'm like, oh, you got a chili flake, didn't you? And I was so excited about it because I'm like, you know what? Spice is what we all need on our sandwiches, on our pizzas. You love spice. It's like, so, you really do. The food is so boring without it. And yeah. so I was like, good. Well, I'm glad you got an introduction. I said, Noah, this is not a bad thing. This is a great thing. Welcome to the Spice Club. <laughs> You're a Spice Girl now. Okay? Hey, girl power! I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> it is what you yeah. really, really want. You're right. And so I gave her some water, immediately took the, the spice of that one little flake away. You know, for a baby, that's all they need. Yeah. It's seriously. one little flake. And my wife, Jess, was like, you got to be careful with your crushed red pepper. I'm like, excuse me, I don't need to be careful. This has to be celebrated. Don't make it seem like spice is a bad thing because right. she doesn't like spice. That's getting into our kids that they don't like hot things. No, hot things are amazing. She was telling you, your wife was telling you to suppress your spice. No one should tell you to suppress your yeah, spice. I know. That's who you are. She's trying to knock me down no, yesterday. She's don't let her do that to you, Keep TJ. me cold and I want to be hot. Hot, that's right. Yeah. Caliente. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning the radio on. Our producer, Heather. Hey. Is Marshall's your favorite store? One of, absolutely. You're a big fan of finding great deals, mm -hmm. discounts. Always. That's good. I'm always, I'm all about discount shopping. Oh yeah, me too. And you noticed something <laughs> interesting about yourself as you were shopping. And I'm glad that you can look inside and figure out what's going on here. Let me connect the dots and mm. trace back why I am this way. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you see at Marshall's yesterday? Okay, so I was uh, in line getting ready to check out. And the man in front of me had a shopping cart full of baseball cleats. Like, it had to be at least 40 or 50 pairs of cleats. Wow. And of course, in my head, I assumed that he was doing something nefarious or sneaky, and he was going to buy them to resell them on, like, okay. eBay or something. Because people, yeah. people do people that. Do that. Well, but is that nefarious or sneaky? I mean... Uh, don't you have a right to do I whatever like you want? I that's smart and a business move, well, but okay. I, I don't know if it's smart, but it's to allowed. Me, to me, you're taking... You're taking stock from the store for people who can buy that to up to up the price. Well, but so I don't. I mean, personally, I don't like it. Don't you think the original stores that had the cleats? Because the way these stores work is, you, if there's a store and they're overstocked, yeah, they'll sell it for a lower price, and then the consumer gets to spend less. I mean, don't you think if they could sell the cleats for more money at the original store, they would have just sold them? I mean, I guess. So you, this is, I mean, this is apparently wrong. To um, me, in Heather's yes, eyes, right. Yeah, and so what do you do about it? So I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, hey, why do you have all these cleats? What are you going to do with them? It's a little, <laughs> a little I just, nosy. Okay, nosy. Right? I was curious. Who buys 50 pairs mother, of baseball cleats? My mother would tell you to touch your nose. Touch your nose. You're being nosy. <laughs> 
Right. And so you you strike up a conversation. And what does he say? He says that he's going, he's buying them for his little league team, which is great, which is really, really nice. So, I mean, I was wrong. What did you say to him? I, I said, oh, that's great. I'm so happy. That's a great thing for you to do. What a nice thing. Now, why do you think it is you felt the need to investigate what he was doing with the cleats? Well, mostly I was just curious, but then I was thinking about it. I'm like, turning into my mother. She does that. <laughs> She'll just strike up a conversation with literally any stranger, if she's in line and she sees something silly, she'll go, hey, did you see that? And then she'll like, strike up a conversation with them everywhere she goes. So you realize you're you're doing the things about your mom that sort of annoy you. Exactly. I oh know I hated gosh. I hated that as a kid. I would get so embarrassed in the grocery store when she would like try to make jokes with the cashier. I'm like, Mom, stop, please. Well, you, your mom and I would get along. Oh, I'm because sure I, I love talking to people out there in the world. I think that's part of the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. But you hate it and now you're doing it. And now I'm doing it. You would get along great with Phyllis. Man, let me tell you, other that cracks me up because I find myself doing things that my mom does as well. Like she saves grocery bags, and yeah. I find myself doing the same thing. And I'm like, what am I gonna do with these bags? Well, one day I might need to cover my hair if my shower <laughs> cap does breaks. I need it for the shower. Or I might need it for the trash bin. But I end up accumulating all these bags and I have to throw them away anyway or recycle them anyway. It's interesting how this stuff trickles down, and it's, it's the, wild, and it's often. These things that annoy us yes, so much, like yes. no one needs a cabinet full of bags. No. no, there's always too many bags. And even my wife Jess, I'll bring home grocery bags, and she loves to stuff them into drawers. And yes. I go, no, we have to throw yes. these out. Well, no, but we can use them. No, we never will get through all the bags we have. And it's true, I never get through all the bags. Never. I, I open my cabinet, and I'm like, what are all these bags? There was only one time in the 10 plus years that I've been with my wife, Jess, where we ran out of grocery bags and she said, I told you we need to save the bags. I said, this was one time. It was one time. And I, I, you know what? I threw out one too many that time, okay? I went a, a little bit over the edge. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on today. This edition of the TJ Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. J-Bo, do you ever find yourself wishing you had more time? Oh, yes. Every day. All of us do. But if we got that time, what would we do with it? What would you do with it? Probably waste it. <laughs> well, it's important that if we're going to have extra time, we got to figure out what do we do with it? How do we prioritize our schedules and our lives? One of the ways to do that is talking to someone who has so much wisdom, a therapist, is one of the greatest gifts I think any of us could get. Someone we can trust, someone who's a vault, someone who has so much wisdom about how our brains work and how we can get more disciplined. Try it, if you've ever even considered it. Go to betterhelp.com slash TJ. You fill out a questionnaire. You get linked up with a licensed therapist. If for some reason it's not a fit, you can switch therapists anytime with no additional fee. They just want you to be with the right fit. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash TJ today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TJ. Listen, we get it. You're busy. You got work to do, kids to take care of. Got to get to the gym at some point. And make sure you're drinking enough water and figuring out what's for dinner is a whole nother project. Yeah, point is, you're busy. You don't have time for 10 minutes of commercials or scripted dating segments on your morning commute. That's why we created The Morning Show Podcast. I'm Carla Marie. My name is Anthony, and The Morning Show Podcast is a daily podcast aimed at keeping you informed, 
and entertained in under 25 minutes. We kick off every show with the core four. It's the four biggest news stories that you should probably be aware of. And then we continue on with music games, pop culture news. And of course, what's trending, the thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. Yeah, it's my favorite. You can get the Morning Show podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your shows. This is the TJ Show. Jabo, you know me. I take broadcasting so seriously. Yeah, you do. I always want to be better as a journalist, and I always want to expand outside the normal box of what journalism is. Because, to be quite honest, journalism today has gotten boring in a lot of places. Okay, tread lightly, TJ. But you've seen it, right? In mainstream news, it's like, okay, you're doing the same thing over and over again. So when I think, well, how do I take it to the next level? I had an idea. My wife, Jess, she likes to take showers. And I like going inside of the shower to interview her while she's showering. (laughs) I call it journalism. Because there are big stories waiting in the shower. And now, of course, if I'm going to do this, I have to take my job very seriously. I am fully clothed when I enter into the shower. Thank you for letting me know. And I conduct this interview. Would you like to hear my latest interview with my wife, Jess, in the shower? Your poor wife. Sure, yeah. Hey, honey. Honey. What? TJ, you're... Ew. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Oh, my gosh. TJ, you're wearing wool socks. This is the shower report. And a hat. Where we ask the question, what is Jess doing in the shower? You're actually in the shower. I oh, thought yeah. you were sitting like on the toilet. You're actually oh, in no. the shower. No, a real journalist would sit on the toilet okay. while she's... No, I'm in the shower with her. I'm getting wet with clothes on. TJ, you're getting completely wet. You've got a wool hat on, a sweatshirt, underwear, and wool socks. I can't... It makes me feel nauseous inside. I can't get undressed in the shower report. I have to be dressed. Why? You can't give an interview naked? It would be unprofessional if I had my clothes off. You're so weird. I'm a tr- the one problem I had here... And Kenny, you may appreciate this as someone who reads the news. Mm -hmm. If you ever decide to do this, I brought notes into the shower and the ink started falling off the page (laughs) because the water was hitting my notes. I'm surprised you didn't use your aqua notes. That's what you usually use when you take notes in the shower. Yeah, well, that that would have been very good, Jabo. And I... (laughs) Sadly, I re- recently ran out of the waterproof notes that oh. I had, and I thought regular paper would what a do. Shame. It doesn't work. This is so weird. Just move on. What do you have to ask me in the shower? I'm here to ask the question, what is Jess doing in the shower? Well, I was right about to wash my hair. I spent so long cleaning up the kitchen because your parents are coming, and I, I suspect they already think that you married a slobbish person. So I always try to, like, like one time I... I cleaned the refrigerator so well before your parents came, and your dad opened it when he got here, and he went, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an approval. <laughs> I know. That's my dad approving what he's seeing. I know. But see, I also see him making that noise with when it's just in his regular disgusting state, going, mm-hmm, like, just as I suspected type thing. Yeah. You see how much drama there is when my family comes to visit? Yeah, it's a my, lot of stress there. My dad is judging the way the house is, whether or not it's clean. My wife is overhearing his judgmental little... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I wouldn't find any of this out had I not jumped into the shower and done this interview. You know, like one time, one time before we were married, when we were living in New York, your dad was in our bathroom and he didn't know I could hear him. And he was just talking to himself and he was like, wow, he was like, not as disgusting in here as I thought it would be. Huh. 
All right. Yeah, well, they have a very clean house. <laughs> I know, I, I guess know. What? I had a really clean apartment before you moved into it. No, you had a non-lived-in apartment. Well, listen, I... Non-cooked-in, non-did-anything-in. But it was clean. Not a craft was made. Okay, well, this is the Shower Report with Jess. Thank you for listening. And there it is, taking journalism to a new dimension. Inside the shower, I was wet. My clothes were sopping wet. My notes had been erased. I did that all off the top of my head, Jabo. I'm inspired. It's so easy to assume that no one else feels the way you feel. And then you share something and you realize, oh, wait, we all agree on this. And isn't it a great feeling when someone says, me too, when you share something? Well, what I was sharing, I was like, you know, I've realized that every time I go on social media, I feel worse after I get off of it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I started going down the list of all the different platforms that I use. And I feel like there's this similar emotion every time, depending on the platform. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's throw Instagram out there. Whenever I get off of Instagram, I feel less than. You know, I feel like I'm not enough or I don't have enough or I'm not doing enough. I'm not productive enough. Whenever I jump on Instagram, when I get off of it, eventually, I just feel like I've seen it all. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I've seen this. And then I realize I just wasted my time seeing things I've already saw. Okay, what about you, Kenny? I feel like I'm being stalked by Instagram. It seems they know me before I even know myself. (laughs) Like, I'm watching these Matchbox car races and I'm like... Why am I enjoying this? <laughs> so it knows you too well. I, I, I didn't know I liked Matchbox car races. And producer Heather, what did you feel when you get off of Instagram? I'm definitely with you, TJ. I definitely feel less than, like I'm not doing enough. Like people are posting all these things. They're on vacations. They're doing this. They're doing that. And I just feel like I'm not doing anything. Different feelings, but all with the through line that it doesn't make us feel better. Yeah, definitely not. Then you go down to TikTok. I feel what you feel on Instagram. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time. Okay. And I feel like my time has just been vacuumed out. With TikTok, I feel kind of less than. Okay, so we reversed yeah, on that one. we reversed one. on that one, yeah. Okay, Kenny? Yeah, kind of the same. It makes me feel like I'm not cool. Producer Heather, look, these are quick little instant polls. After TikTok, what do you feel? With TikTok, I definitely feel like mentally tired. I'm just seeing and consuming so much content that I'm definitely tired you afterwards. You feel like full? You've ate a whole entire meal, but you still feel like empty in a way. Junk food. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Full but empty. That's yeah. a great way to put it. And so again, the through line there yeah. is none of us feel great. Facebook, I just feel like it's constantly trying to sell me something. Like it's a, yeah. it's a bad vacuum salesman. Because it's loaded with so many ads. It's just ads. Yeah. And I just feel like I'm, they're trying to use me. And so I feel used when I get off of Facebook. I, I feel a little too cool for Facebook. Really? Yeah. Like huh. my, my, parents are on Facebook, my family members are on Facebook, my mom keeps tagging me on these random ads that probably aren't legit. I just feel a little too cool <laughs> Look, they're giving away Facebook. free gold. Yeah, I'm just like, mom, in your stop tagging me on this. Kenny, Facebook. Yeah, I can relate to J-Bro, because my mom posts the silliest things on Facebook, so it frustrates oh, me man. quite a bit. But it makes me feel young. But it almost feels like an embarrassing family function. Oh, right? yes. I and mean, who wants to go to those? Yes, producer Heather, after you get off Facebook, what are you feeling? Definitely a little too cool. And also for that one, I kind of feel a little better because I feel like on my feed, like I'm always just seeing people complain about stuff and I'm like, okay, well, I guess my life's a little better than yours. (laughs) So that's interesting. So maybe that's the lesser of all the evils, right? It seems like that seems to be the best feeling of all of them so far. Now, the big one is Twitter. And what I was describing, and this happens every single time. Every time I get off of Twitter, I feel depressed. And it's just clear. Does it make you feel better? 
if I tell you me too? Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, again, I, I feel left out. Yeah, definitely with you guys like de- depressed almost or just like sad because like everything's just bad news and like everyone's fighting with each other on there. It's just not great. And yet we're magnetized back to it. So interesting that uh, if you're feeling these feelings, these social emotions, you're not alone. And when do we abandon them? When do we hold the app and let it get deleted? By the way, follow us on Instagram at TJ Podcast. Podcast. 